2: Hello everybody, welcome in another Q&A, and straight into it, the question that's probably on everyone's lips this week, did it pass? The truck went in for MOT, didn't it, on Monday morning? Of course it did. Yeah, it did, yeah, no problems at all. Um I did turn around to the guy, we were doing the rolling brake test, it's only the second time I've ever taken anything for MOT, I normally give it to the mechanics, the mechanics take it for MOT with cars, but the lorries are seem to do myself. And I'm doing a rolling brake test, and then I realised I had it in drive instead of neutral. And I thought, all oh, right, if that's clever, that's probably not good. And I said to the geezer, I went, um, I've just had that in drive. I don't know if that made any difference. And he went, No, don't worry about it. You're free So that was it. Lovely. Five new tyres. Thanks to Ian. Actually, did a deal on those. Uh, I had to do something about um, the engine warning light. I used to get a yellow engine warning light come on, and it would go off. Turned out to be a dicky um, oil pressure sensor. I reckon they often cost me a grand. But for the MOT and the truck, five new tyres, good to go for another year. Brilliant. So that's all cool. On top of which, Harry got a tug from um, the DVSA, and we got a clean bill of health on that one. All all of these things go to help my ORS score. Things I'm learning about. So, Uh, But that was me. And then, of course, then there's this week's videos. Uh, Probably the most pertinent one we did, People and Pets running with people and pets in the cab. And I said, have you any experience of it? Have you guys any ideas? And if you've you been kind enough to come back, so uh, time to share. So uh, Dale Steele says, he said, funny you should post this video. Yeah, get it it might sound bad. Oh, well, that's scary. Um, he said, "Funny you should post this video. Uh, I did a drop at a famous biscuit makers. Um, I had a hey, uh, he said, had my 13 year old in the cab he had to wait by the entrance got to be 18 or older to enter he said odd as the power station was 16 and you would think it would be more dangerous than a few Jemmy Dodgers rolling around the site on this note though i do actually think it is unprofessional taking kids or dogs you're probably right uh in fact i would agree with you yes it is i think it, but if it's something you do once in a blue moon can you have the um, the kids while they're on, you know, can you have a day a day out with granddad because um, it's half term and we've got to go to work? And then really, I mean, I think we come down to it. If you know where you're going, it's a different matter. But if you don't know where you're going, I think they'll mention this in one of the replies to one of the comments. If you don't know where you're going, you're kind of up against it and you uh, Long finger says, um, he said, I've had to take the kids to work with me. Most places just say they must stay in the van. Dogs are normally okay, but there are places that won't let them in, like the M.O.D. It's caused a headache. My mate always had his dog with him. As long as it was quite an out of sight, you're kind of okay. I suppose there is the other option, that it only becomes an issue if they notice it. If you've got a well-trained dog and you go, right, under your blanket. If you don't know, but if they do find out, then they're going, mate, what's going on? So, you know, like I say, easier not to take him if you don't have to. Uh, Nick says once did the delivery to Rolls-Royce wouldn't let me in with my dog small so I had to politely ask the building workhouse or uh, building work the building working on the house opposite if I could leave, leave it in his van for a while while I did the delivery so there was like a building in the van up said mate can I leave my dog in your van and uh, again yeah you do what you've got to do don't you really <laughs> oh yeah T- Tajesh Patel says Pete you're a genius he says I've been searching for the name of that plant for ages Buddleia I've got one over there There go. Yeah, they're right. Butterflies love them. Uh my garden so needs one. They grow like billio. Honestly, don't buy any don't buy a big one. I got ones like that. And now they're like that. And he, he said they've been in there for about three months. They they really grow like mad. So you would them back at the end of each season, otherwise you get loads of woody bits. Suddenly it's, it's like, marshall, a tellow and titch marsh or whatever. Um, he says so I agree with everything in the video, just to add about pets. If transporting goods, medicine, etc., there's a chance of contamida- contamination, so I'm guessing it can cause a bigger, a bigger and more expensive problem if certain goods are considered contaminated as a result of having a pet nearby. I'd say the safest way is just if you don't have to do it, don't do it. If you have to do it, then you're going to have to find a way, but be aware of the fact you are probably going to encounter problems along the way. Uh, Gary says... Uh, been running a couple of years now with my small dog securely strapped in my looting cab 95% of places don't have any problems places I've had problems are high security prisons yeah I can imagine yeah uh, naval bases and an MOD site weighing up the cost of paying for daycare versus, uh, versus occasionally finding someone to look after the dog while I'm on the job it's well worth the risk to have my little companion with me also be aware of weather conditions uh, as couldn't run with a dog in a recent heat this is true dogs die in hot cars which is also the name of an Australian band. They're actually quite good. Um, John Pacey says, took my pet tiger on a job once. Is that a real tiger, John, or have we got a Calvin and Hobbes thing going on here? Calvin and Hobbes, incidentally, is um, a comic by Bill Watson. You might just be able to make them out. Over there. Uh, yeah, about a young... About a... a, 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 a I suppose he's about an eight-year-old, seven-, six-year-old boy, and he's a majority tiger. If you've never read it, I highly recommend it. It's very funny. Um, Shane Hardy says, so no to goldfish? No, because all the water spills out as you go around corners. Uh, What about a couple of hamsters on wheels? Keep the wheels turning and lower your costs. Um... The main takeaway from this is to get the father-in-law to come with me, can pay him in monster energy drinks and fresh air while possibly taking a few extra quid. Yeah, the hamster wheel thing—I think you're missing out on a trick. We could have like a, a green energy thing here. Maybe we could have the um, we could have the wheels, the hamster wheels, sort of connected to maybe like an alternator. Could we charge in the battery, charging the night here, get the hamsters running night time. keep the cab warm, that kind of thing. Um I wonder how much how much energy they're producing to uh, you yeah, have to pay them in hamster food. Probably have to do a graph on that. Um David J M says and he said, I think this is the final one on the on the issue to be honest with yeah, you, yeah. Uh Pete really confuse them and by saying it's a guide dog. Did that once, went into a pub, um I like a terrier, I take a terrier for a walk for a friend of mine. Went in to get a pint, the guy says no dogs. I went, ah oh, yeah, he says it's my guide dog. He said, don't be daft. He said, if it's a guide dog, then they give you like a a golden retriever or a Labrador or something like that. I went, oh yeah? Which one did I get? That didn't happen. Uh, Right, (laughs) on the subject of mentalness, of course. Pip my ride. Yeah, I decided to chrome the wheels. I actually think he looks all right. I've got rid of the clown indicators. We've now got green ones. And I ripped the curtain this week. I caught it on a, I caught it on a wall. I might have actually knocked the wall down as well. But um, we're debating on whether I did or didn't do that one. That's another story. But, um... Yeah, the curtain's been fixed. Good old Mark has been up there this morning with a heat gun and some things. We've got to paint it again. I'll get onto that one. But I sprayed the wheels. So uh Dale Steele says, Really needed the Benny Hill tune playing over this. I can't put real music over the videos because if you put real music over the videos then due to copyright you can't sort of you can't put the ads on. But what you end up doing is you, YouTube's got its own studio and you try to find similar music. So, if anyone knows the Benny Hill tune type music on the YouTube studio, let me know and I'll add it in future videos. Having said that, the clown one I've got is, I think, is pretty good. Nigel Griffiths says, Nice one, Pete, love it. I've always thought um, prepping was massively overrated at all and that a spray can was. Uh, was good. <laughs> he said that the spray can was um, like clearing a TARDIS inside. Unlike the curtain paint. Nigel Griffiths is my oldest friend. I have known him since I was 11 years old. I'm now 52. We went out for a beer on Thursday. Thanks, mate. Hello, Nigel. You alright? Hey. Um, Second Real Neil says, Jesus, Pete, he likes the videos. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Real Neil. He says, but massive capitate tears. No teeth needed. (laughs) I think it's one of them. So I think some people, it might be like chalk on a blackboard or um, uh, cotton wool. It's like... You know, so, anyway, it's done now, mate. Um, Martin says the clown indicators seem to have detected one. I don't know what he means by that one. What? I'm not sure, Martin. Let me know. Uh, Nick at London Creative, he says, well, it looks better from the curtain, for sure. Yeah, but in fairness, you're setting the bar very low there, Nick. (laughs) You know, it really doesn't have to do an awful lot to look better than the curtain, which we'll be getting another lick of paint and probably another video. And then I'll unveil the final finished project of... um, what what Veronica actually finally looks like once all the bits and pieces have been done. Um, David JM says, uh, "Well, Pete," he said, two of the jobs I've done in my life are vehicle paint sprayer, lorries and cars, and valet for used car company." Which which messes with my fingers. He said, oh, right. writing, saying yes, after seeing you," he said, "Yes, and after seeing the videos, I had nightmares." <laughs> <laughs> I now wonder how long it would be before you go looking for a lorry you can't you can't find it. Um, you have shown us your expertise. Will your daughter offer you a job? Don't give up the day job. No, I very much doubt my daughter will offer me a job. Although she's kind of very much like me in the sort of snapdash attitude. Mole's doing the interior design thing. She's got videos on YouTube. I'll do your link. Um, she was on that Interior Design Masters on the BBC. And as I tell you now, you get on one of those shows on the BBC, you think they're going to be minted for life. Nothing happens. The star prize is you get to design this hotel in Devon. So I I live in Scotland. I've got to drive to Devon to design a hotel for free. And then nothing happens. But she's still doing it. She still keeps hammering away. Hopefully one day she'll get a bit of traction. Good luck to her, eh? Um, Off-grid T-Bone says, Ah, he says, you need a deck of cards, Pete. Absolutely fantastic. Wedge them in between the rim and the tyres. So presumably, as I drive down, the, makes it like we used to do with our bikes. Put it in between the spokes. Good idea. I'll give it a go. So... Fripperies aside, we're now on to the wise guys. I've had a couple from Steve, who's, who's actually, who's, you know, he who, 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 who knows his onions. Because I said, what is a limited quantity of ADR? He said, in limited quantities of ADR, you don't have to have an ADR ticket if you're transported. Limited quantities of any, any. That is ADR, such as like... So if you've got, like, less than a full pallet of batteries, if you've only got a little bit of ADR, then it counts. Who makes the rules on what is and what isn't, I don't know. But like I said, we always take these loads on faith anyway, so... Yeah, we'll see about it moving forward. Uh, Steve Campbell also said, oh, on the points on your licence, points on your licence are valid for three years, then they expire. They stay on your licence for an extra year, four years, but the final year shows has expired. So they're still there, but they don't count. Which begs the question, why are they there then? Um, after the fourth year, they are gone completely. Or you're supposed to tell your insurance for up to five years, but if they can't can't see the point on your licence after the fourth year, you could just say, I forgot. Which is fine, as long as they don't find out. I remember we had one of the guys when I was running the markets and my mate um, Nigel, earworm Nigel, someone torpedoed his car, you know, one of those kind of claimy things. He got hit by a a, a six-people carrier and then suddenly the guy put in for six claims of whiplash. And we went, Nigel, there weren't even six people in the car, there was only one person in the car. Um, So I actually had a guy come down and we had to do like an interview and chat it all up to try and say the guy was a shyster. Um... And the guy said, he said, if an insurer knows that you're lying, they'll still take your money. So if you turn around and say you're a motor vehicle trader, but they know for a fact that you've just got three cars and you want them all on the Jeep, they'll take your money. And then the second you have an accident, they'll go, yeah, you're not a motor vehicle trader, we're not paying. So you're still insured to drive, but if you actually have an accident, suddenly you realise the whole bill's on your head. So that's something to consider also, guys out there. Um, And Steve also said, in regard, because we've done, uh, yeah, and Stephen, opening curtain sides in the wind. He said, You need to remember the roof of the box. Some roofs are okay with driving with the curtains open, but most, the roof will blow a hole in it or off altogether. They're not designed to be load bearing. Um, he says, Uber eats such. Uh, oh, no, do you need a license to have food? Uber eats uh, no license needed unless you're driving, and then a driving license is needed, and food courier insurance. Care insurance that's a new one, don't know about that. And Godzilla's also says unlicensed for food. He said, No, nah. ambient is room temperature. Right, this is this is, oh, this is another definition. I didn't know ambient is room temperature, five degrees is chilled, minus 20 is frozen, the rest is hot. Nonetheless, none need a license. Van pricing, he said, Not a hundred percent. So, um, I leave it all to others, oh, he said about in you know, that we're on the curtains. He said, There's a question, curtains can and will hold the box on the back to its shape, um, air resistance can fold the box back, at which point you're in a world of pain, arctics have sideboards which support the, the roof and this stops, but the, the, the 18 tonnes don't, um, again the, uh, again, like Steve says, the biggest pain is the roof itself, there's a thin sheet of fibreglass and there's a very good chance it won't be there when you, when you get to where you're going, um, then to finish it off the back doors will need strapping both back together and to the bed. As you can imagine, a 50-mile-an-hour wind hitting an object already enduring 56 miles an hour, then it's asking for everything to buckle. So for me, I wouldn't dream of doing this. I don't like the idea either, the whole idea. The only thing I think it could be possible is if you had to cross a bridge, and they said it's a very high wind, so you'd have to tie your curtains right back, go over the bridge at like 10, 15, 20 miles an hour, and the second you get over the bridge put it all back together again the whole idea of driving that structure down i think you're right i think the whole thing we just go you'll end up with a rhombus not great uh neptune courier says oh we're on the overloading thing because he's done he's got his own channel out there neptune courier check him out also he says because he's doing a transport manager thing i think he is a transport manager. So, if someone needs a transport manager we've got a guy in the wings possibly unless he's booked up He says, uh, hi, re-overloading and putting on my transport manager hat. It is an accepted situation by the DVSA that if you think you may be overloaded, you can proceed to the nearest weighbridge. If you are overloaded, you are also permitted to move to a suitable location to have the load removed, the part removed. This has been in debate. Once you know you're overloading, are you allowed to go back on the carriageway? Because if you go back on the carriageway, then you know that you are overweight and you've still gone back on the road. I think it it depends on all kinds of situations but again, the best thing to do is I would be able to ring them and go I'm overweight, you've got to get someone to come and get this weight off me because I can't go anywhere. It's not my fault they overloaded me, but you do you and finally, otherwise guys because I asked Dale Steele to clarify because he said if, if he, his invoices don't get paid he puts interest on them he said I've never actually charged interest because when you email them reminding them that interest is being occurred they normally pay it immediately it's definitely worth adding to the bottom of your invoice i.e. late payments will be charged uh, interest rate of 6% or above banking uh, uh, rate of 6% above bank interest rate um, Bank of England interest rate the benefit is that if you get a non-payer you have to issue proceedings. You can add interest to the whole duration. It will make a small debt worthwhile um, issuing court proceedings for you. Well, I think that's good advice. So thanks very much for that, Dale. I will have a chat with the office and make sure that we've done the same. Brilliant. And I think um, Godzilla's also said you can actually charge 8%. Legally, you can charge up to 8%. So once again, guys, thanks for your input. And now the miscellaneous.
0: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place.
2: JFKJ says, I currently do Uber Eats. He said work is drying up. I was making an easy £500 a week during lockdown. Now I'm barely scraping £200 a week. I'm looking looking into getting a van and getting on the CX. Watched a couple of vids now, thanks for your advice. Mate, you know where we are if you need us. He also says, when you supply an invoice, you set the payment terms, not the buyer. But the problem is, you say, these, these are my terms, you must abide by them. And they say, these are our terms, you must abide by them. And there's no definite who's right, who's wrong. It just becomes kind of like um, a negotiation. It works itself out. Cosgrove Knots says, not going to make a living here. Um, I presume he's talking about the exchange. Cosgrove, some do, some don't. It's not for everybody. You know, you try it, you like it, you don't. Do something else. Be happy. I hope you're happy. TC Services says, um, I gave a wire as I go- I gave gave up a while ago, I'm trying to hit a target for a day, as you never know where you'll end up each day. Sometimes I find a job going to a certain area, which I know I should be able to find a job coming back, only to sit there for over an hour and nothing pops up. I'm running a short wheelbase van, I get up to a pound a mile and 90p a mile for a small van. High fuel prices and dead miles are the biggest problems and it's very rare I can get a job back home. Um... I'm getting a bit of, a few of you have also commented uh, your man at, um, what's it Roadrunners Road Rocket something like that he, he, he's put a bit in as well so I'm getting an idea and we will do an up to date one on what I think you're charging on vans it has gone up when I started it was like 50-65p a mile for a small van and like a pound for a Luton. now it strikes me everything's gone up pro rata it's now more like 85-90p for a small van and more like um, 120 150 for a Luton curtain size even more we apparently pay up to two quid so but then i'll had to speak to the office and find that one out uh it will depend of course on the area the, the sort of what other bids we get in all that kind of stuff you know but um we'll do a one on that one um yeah as for the target um i think sometimes it's just like it's a bit like the one we do about pointless points you know with the, the one where i'm getting i'm nearly i'm nearly nearly a champion on road lords two and a half thousand points and i'll get champion which i'll probably do in the next couple of weeks which means nothing some points have got points like amazon flex i'm an amazon flex master expert nobody cares you pay you any more money no but um yeah we'll do that one and then of course the points on your license some points do matter um Zolvor says Thinking of getting my own van and getting into this I say mate, you've got any questions, any problems you know where to find us, just stick it in the comments under the videos, someone will answer it for you um, Ting Ting said because I did that one on and um, Pizza well, again, I thought I was going to get a job coming back. Like, nothing. He says, so you don't actually work for a company. You bid on jobs. Never seen this before. It's interesting. Ting Ting, it's the courier exchange. And if you're in a lorry, it's the haulage exchange. It's what most of the people that this, watch this channel probably do. Or a few of you just couriers. And some people, like some like in Australia. Um has nothing to do with it. It just enjoys it, which I'm really pleased about. Thanks very much, if you're still watching. Um, but, yeah, it's out there, mate. Google it. If you Google it, just give them a ring. I don't get nothing out of them, so I'm sure you'll find your own way, but they're around. So, uh, Mike Withers says, cheers for the video, Pete. Hello, mate. No worries. He said, I'm 22 and just passed my class two, so I'm looking for my first job. The whole idea of picking up a cheap 18 or 26 ton and getting on the CX is something I want to do in the next few years. I know it's hard graph, but being able to choose your own way sounds brilliant. It is quite nice, actually. When I was a kid, I watched that... Um, B.J. McKay and the Bear. It was about this guy, and I think he had an orangutan or a monkey or something like that. Probably nicked the idea off Clint Eastwood. And he was just driving around America in a truck with the monkey. just doing jobs and of course solving crime and falling in love with beautiful women, as, as, as you do in these kind of shows. Um, and I think, and he also had a horn that you pulled it down, and, it, murr, murr. and I've always wanted one of those. I had one on my last, on my first seven and a half ton, but it didn't have the the shiny bit. You just had to press the button. I might get one for Veronica one day. And finally, for those of you that are still here, uh, the Godzilla's. I asked him to clarify because he got done reversing on a motorway, and he said, "So the, story, the sorry story of reversing on a motorway. I get, to, I get a call one afternoon of, um, of all people, the West Midlands Police. Your sister's broken down on the M forty-two. She's requested yourself. Can you go out and save her?" OK, let's rock. So driving past where they said she was. No, then I spot her on the other side. OK, next junction, back down the road, come past her, pull in with the hazards and back up to her car. Jump out, open the boots, grab a tow rope, turn around to find an unhappy cop. Did you just reverse down the motorway? He said, yes, mate. He said, it's an events to do, blah, blah, blah. I said, mate, it's a two-ton Merc. I'm not pushing up to my car to attach a tow rope now, am I? Apparently, I was meant to push her broken car 500 foot to mine and then tow off. He said, common sense straight away bounced out the window. Then to really upset me, he reversed down the motorway, bounced over the curb, across the grass to join the right hand lane on the slip road and the off ramp. right, Right next to where we were. A complaint went into, into West Midlands Police, which was ignored, uh, followed up by, followed up, but told um, nothing to answer for as they were doing their duty. And then he says, no, I like this, there's justice and there's just us. Let's say it lifts a bit of taste. I got done once. Uh, I was driving down the motorway with Lisa and Molly, who was a baby, and there was steam pouring out the front of my car, the bonnet, and... Um, there was a queue of traffic. So I went on the hard shoulder to get off at the next junction. As I'm driving down the hard shoulder, there's a police car behind me. I thought, oh, great. So I jumped out and went, oh, thank God you're here. Have you got any water on board? They when you do realise it's illegal to ride down the hard shoulder. I went, I've broken down. There's steam coming out the front of my car. I'm trying to get it off the motorway to get to a safe place, to get to the bed um, station. He said, no. He said, you can't do that. You can't drive down you know, the hard shoulder. He said, you get points for this. All oh, right, so then I sat there, filled it all in. And then when it was done, he said, White, what I recommend you do now is drive down the old shoulder, pull off and get to the petrol station, which is what I was doing anyway. Like you say, mate, justice and just us. What you going to do? White mouth, walk away. Tomorrow's another day. Tomorrow is another day and a chance to take care and take money.
0: At Parker, our purpose is simple.